everyone. This is the Off the Monorails podcast. Yours truly, Jordan here, joined as usual by my two fellow co-hosts, Justin and Ryan. How's it going, guys? Going well, sir. How about yourself? Uh, doing okay. Yeah, it's going pretty well. Well, also, happy Festival of the Holidays. Another festival kicking off. Well, um, yeah, we'll uh, be able to cover that, so stay tuned for that as we uh, preview the Festival of the Holidays uh, and really the the we're we're talking going to be talking about food everybody so if you want to get food, food tracked track. uh that's going to be your episode so um also quick ad go check out food track t-shirt in the shop at offthemonorails.com and so we're back to our regular programming last week uh Ryan you got to go uh on a trip to Walt Disney World uh, first time in a couple months, right? Yeah, man, it was uh, it was well needed. It's been a while. Yeah, you uh, you'd venture out to to the mountains and some other places, and uh, it, was, it was time to get back home. So yeah, man, uh, and you know it was so weird because up until like August of this year, we went at least once a month from January to August. So packing and preparing for these trips was muscle memory. And now we had this two month gap of not like, you know, getting our Disney stuff together that <laughs> we actually left a few things. So like we, we only brought one magic band plus charger. Uh, <laughs> we couldn't find a few other things. Uh, it was, it was just, we had to get back in the groove, man. We felt like rookies and, uh, that, that was not cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, we'll get, uh, into, uh, Ryan's trip of four day weekend extravaganza coming back home to a Walt Disney world resort. And so uh, we'll dive into that in just a second. Before we do just want to remind everybody, I know I just mentioned it, but go check out off the monorails.com. It's a great place. Uh, Go hang out there. Just browse around. Uh, We've got our blog there. You can go read some episode recaps and synopsis. We've got some tips and tricks there. We've got dining reviews, it's really an all-around resource that we try to continue to add uh, to uh, to really just help you plan your next Disney trip. Uh, so if you're looking for the best bathroom on property, we got you covered. If you're trying you know, up in the air about uh, which uh, dining locations to go have breakfast at, uh, we've got you covered on several of our reviews. So uh, go check it out. Go bookmark it. It's a great place to read up on and, and uh, save some information. And also, you can go get some swag uh, in the shop. Yeah, the uh, the offerings there are uh, not shabby, to say the least. We have uh, a lot of great offerings for the holidays, uh, some ugly sweater uh, stuff going on there, some Christmas tree trail strolling, which I'm a fan of that. Uh, got some coffee mugs. That's a first for us. We got some yeah. you know, different products out there, so... Uh, Definitely good peruse and uh, test the season. So make sure whatever you pick up, buy for a friend, send something to them. Yeah, all, all the cool kids are wearing it. So, so uh, yeah, really good product. Go check it out. Um, really proud of everything we're pumping out there. And uh, stay tuned. We've got part two of part our two. holiday release, holiday collection uh, releasing soon. So uh, be on the lookout for that at offthemonorails.com. We'd uh, appreciate you go uh, spend some money there. So, um with uh, with that being said it's the season uh, <laughs> it's, it's just money baby it is it's just money it's just money um with that being said we just want to sp- say a special hello and welcome to any new listeners uh this is the off the monorails podcast uh if you're just joining us we are a walt disney world podcast built for adults uh so we uh leave out a little bit of the pixie dust we don't focus on the fairy tales uh, we focus on the real world that is Walt Disney World vacations and trips. And we are just three guys, uh, dads that love having fun at Disney and think that you can do uh, a lot of damage at Walt Disney World uh, in a very good way. So uh, welcome. Glad to have you. Thanks for being part of the show today. Uh, and uh, also welcome our longtime listeners. We appreciate you guys and your loyalty. How do y'all? <laughs> Howdy, y'all. So let's get into this. We've got a lot to unpack here. Um, I'm sure that's also not proverbially, but also physically. Ryan still has a lot to unpack from his trip. Yes. Um, <laughs> let's yes, go. Let's, 
let's dive in, um, starting with, uh, I believe it's a Thursday for Ryan's family, uh, driving down uh, from Northeast Florida to the Orlando area. Yeah, so um, as usual, you know, we uh, we pack up Thursday morning, and honestly, I'm shocked that we didn't pack up Wednesday night because normally we're the type that when we have Disney coming up we're like packed four or five days before we go but this one here we i guess just got a little lazy we had just gotten back from the mountains yeah we'd been in the mountains for a week so like we just literally got laundry caught back up from that but um yeah we pack everything up and get going uh you know about 10 o'clock in the morning thursday and uh make our way down we had uh one our first night was booked for all-star sports resort uh, and then the last three nights were booked off property uh, at the Caribe Royale, which I will talk about a little bit because for it to be an off property uh, resort, I was very impressed. But um, yeah, Thursday we get down there and, uh, you know, we check in. Our room was ready before we even got there. So we, we skipped the guest services counter, went straight to our room. Uh, we got everything nice. kind of unpacked. Oh man, it was great. But we got everything unpacked, got situated for a bit, and, you know, the ladies freshened up a little. Um, it, it, to be uh, exact here, it was myself, my wife Brianna, my three daughters, and my mom. And we actually had uh, two rooms that were adjoined. So there were just the standard okay. rooms uh, that were adjoined with a center door um, yeah. to accommodate the six of us. But... Um, um also how how was getting down there how, like getting and arriving to the resort you were arriving uh shortly after a hurricane passed through uh, the state yeah. um how it how was, was that any impact there um not really when we left where i live which we were just west of jacksonville um when we left here from my house thursday morning it was you know it wasn't even really gusting wind here you could just right. you could tell a storm was coming like just you know like a regular rain shower was coming um it was like on and off bands of just like heavy drizzling rain and then as we got towards like uh downtown jacksonville and in between there and st augustine uh the rain lessened up but the wind increased well, it was ridiculous yeah uh it was it was you could feel it throwing you across the road and stuff and uh you know time we got to daytona and and stopped at bucky's which is exactly geographically the halfway point for us and it's always just a perfect pit stop before you get on i4 there was actually bits and pieces of blue sky trying to peek through so we already knew then we were driving into better weather because the storm had already moved north of the orlando and um windmere area so we get on i4 uh, the wind was still a little sketchy, but it was kind of like a tailwind at this point because we were heading west, so it wasn't as bad. But uh, there was still spotty rain here and there, especially getting into downtown Orlando. But uh, by the time we got there, it was just breezy and overcast, really. I mean, it it drizzled rain on and off, but it wasn't anything that we haven't seen before while being at Disney. So um, you're at the hotel. You've arrived, freshened up. Uh, how how did you attack that uh, Thursday afternoon? Yeah, we um we didn't have any park reservations for Thursday. Uh, the parks were actually phased reopened that day, right? Um, and pretty much all of that went without a hitch. Uh, everything was was back full force. But um, we were just gonna go browse around Disney Springs for the evening, and that was kind of our plan all along. Um, just you know, get a little bit of shopping done, get a little bite to eat. And, and just kind of hang out and see what, what Christmas decorations have been put up. Um, so, yeah, we, we jumped in the car. Uh, we decided to drive to Disney Springs because I really hate taking the buses to and from Disney Springs from the resorts mm. personally. I like just being able to park in the Same. Lime Garage and, and walk right to Gideon's. So uh, we, we tried <laughs> to do that, but their virtual queue had already filled up for their last slot of the evening. So that was a big sad. But uh, Yeah. We... um. We get into Disney Springs. I stop at Sprinkles and grab a couple of uh, pup cakes for the, 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 the dog at home. That's always our our uh, prerogative there. we got to get the pup something as a commemorative mm. treat. But um, it, was, uh, it was on and off raining. <laughs> it on and off rained that whole night. Uh, it, would, it would, you know, 
sprinkle drizzle for a little while and it would go away then like a little bit of a shower would come and it'd go away um we had umbrellas and ponchos so that wasn't really a big deal um it was actually very busy there for the fact that a damn hurricane just came through but right. florida people don't care we just exist around we you know we coexist with mother nature <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, yeah i had a converse i had a conversation with uh someone in seattle uh just yesterday and uh they're they were like oh how are you doing after a hurricane and like, oh no you know we're good you know it's just a little bit flooding and, and stuff there they're like Man, you Florida people are built different. Like you're yeah. damn right. <laughs> damn right. Remember we are. that. But um, yeah, remember. Upon like you know first notice walking around Disney Springs, there was there was some decorations put up, like some garland and a couple of little things here and there. But as far as Thursday goes, none of the trees were up um, or anything like that. Um, but like I said a while ago, it was super busy. Uh, we tried to. Uh, go to Polite Pig to get some dinner, but the line was literally mm, wrapped around a Ron John surf shop from the line garage entrance, and it was raining, so oh, we were goodness. not. Yeah, we were mm. not doing that, and we had actually mentioned that we had never ate that chicken guy before, so we felt like that was a good time to go give it a try. And it, the line there was much shorter. I mean, we probably waited five minutes until we were in the doors of the joint, and I must say, chicken guy. That's some top-notch chicken tender action right there. Um, it's good value, too. Yeah. Um, six of us ate for less than $60. Oh, put it that way. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's and, good shit. And whenever I tell you, like, I got a five-tender meal with fries and a drink. And then, you know, wow. mom, our mom also got five tenders. And then, like, Brian and all three of my kids, they got the three tenders meals. But everybody got tenders, fries, and a drink for less than 60 bucks, which I think is awesome. And, uh, I will say, uh, the three sauces that you should try that I, that I tried personally, if you go there, you need to get the Nashville hot, the Chipotle ranch and the teriyaki. So good. Okay. So, so good. Um, I'm to the list. I have, I I still haven't been there. What? I feel like that'd be a good place for us to do a vlog review of all of us eating there together yeah yeah i could like just go down the sauces like literally just every sauce and try it like yeah they have that would be 30 sauces i think Uh, there's quite a bit that's some good Uh, content that's content for the people right there that's it um (laughs) but yeah uh we ate and then we just uh we browsed around through world of disney um just kind of did what most people do at disney springs like us we just kind of took in being there really um i browsed at some pins at the pin trader depot i didn't pull mm-hmm. the trigger on none this day but wait till sunday um <laughs> i'll talk about it then but um yeah like just just a nice relaxing evening at disney springs no real agenda just just hanging out um we off to head back to the resort because we knew we had epcot the next day uh we stop in the lobby and and grab a a little cup of coffee head up to the room and uh yeah it just kind of wound it in for for thursday night so uh fast forwarding to friday morning we didn't really um we didn't really sleep in that well uh because we had early access for epcot and that's a great way to get some rides knocked out and then hit world showcase when it opens up at 11 so Mm -hmm. We immediately upon entering the park, because we we drove to the park from there also, uh, since we came in from the main entrance, we went ahead and went straight to Spaceship Earth, and it was the line was flowing. It was ten minute wait maybe to get on there, so uh, we enjoyed that instant classic. Uh, you can never go wrong with Spaceship Earth. It's timeless. It does need a little bit of a freshening up, but nevertheless, I love that ride. Uh, and then yeah. we hit we hit all the the no brainers. We hit Nemo. We hit Figment. Uh, three Caballeros Grand Fiesta Tour, and uh, knocked out a couple of meet and greets. We uh, met with Elsa and Anna over at the Norway Pavilion. Uh, we got to see Goofy and Minnie Mouse up front by the Spaceship Earth. So uh, let the kids uh, enjoy some of that. Get some pictures for the the photo pass. 
And uh, by this time, uh, World Showcase was opening its doors with welcoming arms. So uh, yeah. we do what we do every time. You got to hit refreshment port and get some poutine. And we got the braised beef poutine, the seasonal option, which is divine. <sighs> It's got that herbed uh, borson cheese on it. Uh, My goodness. The best part is the kids got the poutine because um, my wife and I and our mom, we got the, uh, the, the, the cheese and bacon soup from the Canada booth with the pretzel mm. roll. And uh, I, I threw that up on the socials for everybody to live vicariously through. But uh, yeah, I enjoyed that. Thank you. I enjoyed that. that thoroughly, and uh, man, it, it was just as good as I remember it. And uh, I actually enjoyed my soup with uh, the Collective Arts Audio Visual Logger, and it was really okay. good. Really, yeah, really I've good. seen that beer before. I haven't, but I haven't had it. It was. Uh, it's probably one of the better Canada beers that I've had from that booth. And the only reason I okay. got it was because the Canada popcorn cart didn't have their beer cooler out with like the Labatt light blue and yeah. the uh, the moose head. They didn't have that out yet. And I was kind of wanting a moose head, but I was a little upset <laughs> by that. But uh, yeah, that, that, that beer I opted for uh, was really good. And um, then Brianna decided it was time for her to get a drink. So she... Uh, she insisted we move on down towards Shimmering Sip so she can get another mimosa flight. And, uh, you know, that's out. always sure to please. Uh, I actually only got a few sips of the key lime because she polished off the rest. Uh, she's a gamer. <laughs> and then uh, our mom <laughs> went to... So good. It is. It's so good. Once it hits your lips, it's magic. <laughs> 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 but... um. We uh, we moved down towards the Mexico Pavilion, and Mom got a strawberry mango margarita from the old margarita Ooh. stand. And yeah. my God, that that shit was like Grandpa's cough syrup. They loaded that thing with booze. <laughs> uh, it was a, it, it 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 was so much alcohol it almost felt medicinal. Like it made my lips <laughs> numb when I took a dang. sip of it. <laughs> and uh, but Mom absolutely waxed that thing. Uh, <laughs> it was it was it was a beauty to behold. But um, moving on <laughs> further into <laughs> the world showcase, um, I stopped at the Kenya booth because mm -hmm. I was going to try the uh, the Kenyan barbecue beef that we tried last year, Jordan, with yes. the uh, the mashed potatoes and whatever. Um, but I started getting a little bit of heartburn, and uh, I thought to myself, that probably wouldn't be a good idea to, to pack on top of already existing heartburn. <laughs> so I picked the beer option there, which last year it was Tusker Lager, uh, which is no longer available. R.I.P. Uh, moment of silence. But yeah, um, they had the uh, 81 Bay Congo Pilsner at the Kenya booth. And I will go ahead and say this now with no haste whatsoever. It's the new Tusker Lager. That's on blast right there. It's mm -hmm. no cap. Yeah. <laughs> damn. Um, damn good beer. It it reminds me of the Tusker Lager bar none. It, it we we've all got to try it together and we gotta make sure I'm not just, you know, pseudo tasting things like I want it to be mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Right. I, I think you guys trust my palate enough that if I say yep. it, 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 it probably holds weight. I know I yeah, hold about 220 pounds, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we, uh, we lower 200 at the hoof. <laughs> <laughs> we kept trotting along though, getting our steps in, uh, moved around the world showcase and got to the America pavilion. And we were going to go see the, uh, the great American expedition, but that ride was down at the time. But, um, our mom had never heard of the Voices of Liberty before inside the America Pavilion oh, building. Okay. Uh, she has been she has been watching the YouTube. I, you know what? I got a bone to pick with her because I didn't think about that. Come on now. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> if you don't know what the Voices of Liberty are, they are an acapella choir that come out several times during the day in the America Pavilion, and they sing three or four songs. Uh, some of them being Disney renditions and some of them being um, American and patriotic uh, hymns. Uh, 
and they are amazing. And when you get them underneath that dome inside the American Pavilion, their sound just resonates. Uh, especially like the guys that sing bass and tenor, like their voices thunder through that building. But, right. Uh, yeah, we uh, we walk up to the pavilion like five minutes before the next show, so we we get in there and pop a squat, and they come in there and, and sing a few songs. Uh, it, it was a crowd pleaser as always. Uh, they they kind of have like a little uh, song at the end where they name all fifty states, and you kind of when your state is called out, you you know shout out and let them know where you're from. And uh, there was a lot of Florida people there. Nobody from Wyoming was there. Every every other state was there except Wyoming. Hmm. So that was pretty really? neat. Yep. Wow. But, uh, yeah, we get out of there, and um, we see the Hops and Barley booth, which Jordan and I have, oh, yeah. uh, have hit this one last year. And to commemorate that, I actually had the uh, 81 Bay Strawberry and Lime Wheat Ale again. and uh, Contributed was, a lot to 81 Bay, uh <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah, hashtag not an ad, but man, they make some good beer. Um, 81 Bay, if you're listening, let's talk. Yeah, please. But, it, you know, get, get, getting a few sips of that in and sitting at that, we sat at the same exact table that we sat at, so I was just kind of reliving oh, that, that vibe last year. Oh, but, uh, man, I want to be there Bri- with you. <laughs> Brianna got the carrot cake from the Hops and Barley booth, and apparently it was good because I didn't get one single damn bite of it. <laughs> I got a smear of the cream cheese icing. That was it. That's uh, rough. I kind of tucked my tail and pouted for a minute, and then she got me a funnel cake from the funnel cake booth. (laughs) 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 In fact, boy was okay. She knows what's up. Yeah. But um, (laughs) after that, uh, it was kind of like late afternoon, and we had a dinner reservation for Grand Floridian Cafe that night at 8.30. So we wanted to take a, a take the time to to head on back and just kind of chill out. You know, we don't have to hit the parks wide open no more. We we know what right. we want to do there, so we get it done and we go get some resort time because we deserve yeah. it. And also at the same time, we had to check into a different resort, but our resort was only three miles away from Epcot, and it was Very the nice. the Caribe Royale, which it was if you just take Epcot Center Drive straight straight on out uh away from uh like towards i4 it's literally just off the highway um fantastic resort it's huge uh they have like a convention center and everything but uh we mm-hmm. we get to our new room and check in and all that everybody gets a shower uh, you know we hang out and watch a little bit of tv and, and get ready to head over to grand floridian and we wanted to get yeah. there about an hour hour and a half early just so we would have time to you know take in the vibe of grand floridian we hadn't been there in a while and it's the holidays so uh yeah Ryan, let me stop you right there real quick um just i know you'll i know you'll um uh, you have a room tour uh video for for everybody to consume uh yeah. but just real quick on on the resort that you were staying at just um you know just a little bit of the setup um and just how that room was laid out and you know, square footage, things like that. Like, how did it accommodate your family and the, you know, the party of six with you? Oh yeah, yeah. The uh, the room we had actually, I th- if I remember correctly, it was right at like just over seven hundred square feet total. So it was a pretty wow. big room, and yeah. uh, we got it for a really good price. I think it was just over three hundred bucks for uh, the the rest of the weekend, um, which okay. is like a third of the price of what it should have been. Um, <laughs> okay. This room had uh, two queen beds, and then it had a pull-out couch with a chase lounge along the side. So it was a—I think it was a full-size bed with a chase lounge alongside mm-hmm. of it. Um, had mm. a full bathroom. Um, it had a living room area, two different TVs. So much like a um, a family suite, but a little bigger. Yeah, like a one-bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. And. Um, yeah, the the whole layout of the resort as as far it had uh it was set up much like Coronado. It had towers. It was uh okay. broke up into three different towers and then a main area and a convention center. Um and it was really cool because there was like a Hindu wedding going on that weekend. So there's a lot of people there because it's like a 4-day ordeal because I talked to some of them because they were dressed really nice. And I kind of asked them, you know, what was going on and they were saying like Hindu weddings, 
usually last three to four days because it's like a whole celebration thing. And, oh, wow. Uh, there was hundreds of people going to this thing, and they were out you know, playing music and stuff in front of the convention center. So it was kind of cool to, to see that on top of you know getting to experience a new resort. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, as far as it being off property, man, access to Disney property was a breeze. It was just straight up Epcot Center Drive, and you were back in nice. the gates. Um, but yeah, we um, we get ready to hand, head towards uh, Grand Floridian, and uh, our reservation was at eight thirty, and I think we pulled up you know right at seven o'clock, and uh, we get parked. It was actually very busy that day because we drove around for about five, ten minutes to to find a parking spot. Um, But we we get in there, and um, I was actually shocked that the tree wasn't up yet, but the gingerbread house had just been finished like a day or two prior to us getting there. Yeah. So first things first, we had to get in line and, and... you know, check out the gingerbread house and put some videos on uh, on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, got some stuff with that up there. Um, taking in that initial vibe. As soon as you walk in, you just feel like you're somebody that, that place is something else. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's on a different level for sure. We get in line to, uh, get some treats from the gingerbread house. Cause my fat ass had to get a shingle. You know how that is. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so, we uh, we walk around to get some pictures first and then jump in line. There's only a few people in front of us. Uh, and I already knew what I wanted, so I didn't have to bother looking at the menu. So I was just getting like a real close look at the gingerbread house. Uh, but I noticed there was a QR code on the roof, and I scanned it with my phone. And it actually led me to a TikTok video that shows what they did with last year's gingerbread house. And they literally mm-hmm. set it out in a field. And they let honeybees take it over. And the honeybees consume the the, the gingerbread off of it and create hives and use that to make honey. And it's just a way of them to basically not dispose of it in just the trash. It lets nature kind of reuse it. And um, I I actually put a picture of that QR code on Instagram. And you can actually scan that with another phone and it works because I tried it. So you can actually scan that picture on Instagram. And, uh, yeah, it's a cool but, video. Go check it out. Yeah, it's just something. It's really cool that they they think of something like that to where it's not wasteful and it's helping preserve nature in a sense. But um, yeah, we spend sixty seventy bucks at the gingerbread house after buying a bunch of treats we didn't need but we want. <laughs> um, then uh, we proceed to head upstairs and go to our next favorite spot, and that would be Basin, and Ooh. we decided to spend mm-hmm. another 60 to 70 dollars there <laughs> but um mm-hmm. we actually we got yep. some shower bombs i didn't know they made shower bombs i know they made bath yeah bombs. we got some we got some our last trip yeah but uh we got we got a couple of bags of shower bombs and let the kids each get a tube of mini bath bombs uh had to get hmm. a fresh hand wash you know my hands smell like fruity pebbles when we left and um mm-hmm. you know by the time we got up to basin Brianna had already checked in for our um, our dinner reservation because it was time. And right when we were walking out of Basin and going to the elevator, our table was ready. So it was yeah. perfect. So, uh, yeah, we get we get sat down inside Grand Floridian Cafe, and uh, man, it was it was it was time. I needed to get that steak. So uh, I I I ordered the steak as always, and and my my wife did as well. Um, our mom got the miso glazed salmon with the steamed vegetables, and I tried a bite of that, and that shit is good. So I think <laughs> if I it, next time I go there, I'm gonna probably get the salmon. It was it was really good. That that miso soy glaze that they used, mm-hmm. oh, it was fantastic. And uh, you know, both of our uh, dinners they came with like the the charred broccolini. And uh, oh, yeah. your choice of like a mashed potatoes or rice pilaf or uh, potatoes au gratin. Um, I got the au gratin potatoes because I like cheese and, and taters. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody needs a good tater. Yeah. But, um, the kids, they got their uh, their four-ounce flat iron steaks, or at least two of them did. The little one, she got her, her tendies and fries. You know, she's easy to please. Oh, yeah. But, um Man, for a kid's portion, that that flat iron steak is is thick. Like it's a nice little chunk of meat, 
And um, mm-hmm. yeah, their their meal also includes a dessert option, which they got the worms and dirt cup, which is like you know pudding oh, and so good graham cracker crumbs and and the the gummy worms. So uh, yep. I, I dad taxed the hell out of those. <laughs> got to <laughs> taxes, <laughs> taxes, uh huh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that pretty much wound up Friday for us. And uh, we knew we had another long day the next day at Hollywood Studios, and we knew we had to get ready to wait in some damn lines. Yeah, and we 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 already knew too because we were so wore out from Friday, we weren't going to just jump up and go straight to the park on on Saturday for uh, Hollywood Studios. And to be exact, I don't even think we got to the park until like ten thirty. Just we were going to just go with the flow, but man. Uh, when it's when they said that there was no park reservations available, they meant it because Hollywood Studios was as busy as I've uh, ever seen it. Yeah, I tried to get a reservation for Friday as well, and it was it was very difficult to find anything. And that's not a park that lends to crowds very well either. No, it's not. You know, like because there's a lot of very skinny pathways there, mm-hmm. and just like the way the navigation to get to like Toy Story Land or to get over, you know, by Galaxy's Edge, like yeah, it just narrows falls. up, and, and it just yeah, it's just it's just bad. Yeah, just Pixar bad. Avenue is probably one of the worst places when it comes to congestion because oh, yeah. when you're coming back out towards like Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway and like Walt Disney Presents, you have like that ramp in the stairway there, yep. and God forbid if you got a stroller and you got to get down that ramp, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's insane. Yep. I've lived that. You're struggling. Yep. yep, I've lived it too. But. uh Oh. We got in there first thing, and like I said, we got in. We literally walked in the gates of the park at ten thirty, and we walked in front of the Hyperion Theater and noticed that the Frozen show was starting like in a couple minutes. So we got in there for that, uh, and actually got a second row for the show. Ooh. So we were pretty close to the front. Um, got to enjoy, you know, a quick synopsis of the Frozen story. But we were very surprised mm-hmm. that there was a holiday overlay with that show. So towards the end Didn't of the show, that. they do they do a few holiday numbers, and they also bring Olaf out on stage. Nice, nice. Which I thought was very cool. Like we went absolutely apeshit whenever he came out because it, <laughs> we had seen the show seven or eight times already and never seen that. But you know, he comes <laughs> out and they're singing Christmas songs and all this, that, and the other, and just a great time uh they put on some extra snow at the end uh it was awesome but uh they the the two people that they had that were the arendelle uh the historians that tell the story yes. man that the guy they had there was a savage because uh, when he was telling the story and like right after their parents boat gets knocked over by the wave uh, he tells a knock knock joke and says knock knock, and the crowd says who's there? And he goes not their parents. <laughs> mm. It was damn. It was so bad. Oh, but <laughs> it was so like just oh. off kilter. But it, oh, I died laughing. He 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 was really good. <laughs> if you know, you know. Yeah, we we get out of there and uh, we decide to head back towards. Uh, what is that? The animation courtyard where like the Disney Junior Dance Party and everything is. Yeah. So uh, we we join in the fun with the Disney Junior Dance Party. Uh, let the kids have some fun with that. And me and the little one, we just popped bubbles the whole time as they were falling from the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then they had uh, they had Donald Duck and Vampirina and uh, Doc McStuffins out front doing meet and greets. So uh, oh, nice. Yeah, we knocked out a couple of those and got some pictures for the photo pass. Uh, we went and saw Mr. BB-8. That was a nice little encounter. Um, I actually got to hug him. Nice. And uh, he actually like leaned his head over on me as I hugged him. It was, <laughs> well, it was very heartfelt. <laughs> and he, even made a, he made a sound like, aww. That <laughs> 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 was pretty cool. Uh Oh, but we got out of there and we were we were really trying to avoid crowds, but you just couldn't. You really couldn't. And um, we knew that one of our orders of business was that we were going to ride Slinky Dog Dash because it our little one. It was now tall enough to ride it for the first time. Mm-hmm. So 
we got into a line that was listed on my Disney Experience app for 115 minutes. Oh, my goodness. We waited, mm. I think, 75 minutes, which still sucks. But mm-hmm. she got to ride it. Um, by the first drop in that first hard turn, I realized that I had to hold her head up because I thought she had been knocked out from whiplash. Because <laughs> she couldn't, she couldn't hold her head up. I felt so bad, so I just like took my hand and put it on her forehead and pinned it back to the seat. <laughs> I wanted to record it, but I couldn't. <laughs> but nevertheless, it was still it was still fun. But um. Yeah, we we get done with that that with that gruesome wait, and ride it, and uh, we head over to Mania. Mania was, I think, just over an hour on the app, and I think we waited probably forty minutes. But something in this line pissed us off. <laughs> so, and that brings know, us to today's grind my gears. Grind my gears. <laughs> <laughs> so. You know where, like, if, when you're in the regular standby line and you pick out your uh, 3D glasses, and then from yep. there they kind of feed you through the little corridor where they blend the lightning lane in. Mm-hmm. Dude, I counted at least 50 people that they let in for the lightning lane at one time ahead of us that we had to wait on. Yep, I've had that happen before. Like, it wasn't like take 10 of them here and then 10 of them from standby and back and forth. It was all 50 lightning lanes straight through ahead of us. I was like, what the hell? Those are paying customers now, buddy. Yeah. So am I. I paid $4,000 in annual passes this year. <laughs> Check <laughs> Plus another 10 grand in resort stays. But, um, <laughs> you didn't, uh, you didn't pay the $25 that day to cut the line. Was it 25 or 18? <laughs> the world may never know. It's variable pricing, <laughs> but you know, it, it seems stupid. But like something like that, it is annoying. You're already waiting in lines as bad as it is. And then like you just got to get you think you're going to get a good wait time. And then 50 people come trampling by you. And like you think about that, if they paid twenty five dollars a piece and that was 50 people, every four people is one hundred dollars that they made (laughs) just for that. Yeah, it's it's insane. But um, nevertheless, Toy Story Mania was a blast. I got the highest score on the car, as always, because I'm a comp beast. What was your prize, a beaver? Uh, I got the kitty. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, once we once we get done with that, we were we were feeling kind of munchy, so we stopped for a pretzel and a beer. You know how it goes. Yep, lunch of champions. The best spot to enjoy a pretzel and a beer. Baseline tap house. You're welcome. Thank you. Gotta love it. But um, oh, take me back. I will say this, bef- like, because I got a little too ahead of myself. Before we left Toy Story Land, uh, we got to do a meet and greet with Mr. Buzz Lightyear, and he was awesome. in his holiday attire. Awesome, love Santa Buzz. I am, I'm so happy that the holiday overlay is back to yeah. Toy Story Land. It hasn't been me there too. since 2019. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they have the the characters back in toy story land they yeah they're the some of the last meet and greets to return yeah. to the parks uh and it's a great i mean that place just lights up differently when they're there yeah so, they uh well, they had buzz woody and jesse all three meet and greets in yeah. toy story land that day yeah. all in holiday attire nice That's awesome. and uh a side note too while we were in the queue line for slinky dog dash the Army Men band came and played a couple of cadences for us while we were waiting in line. Yeah. Like, they were right by the yeah. gate, and they were just beating on their drums. And, you know, they they always hire some pretty cool people to do that because those guys yeah. interact yeah. so well. Yeah, and, they do uh, a very good job with that. Yeah. Do they I'm have uh, the Christmas lights? Did they have the Christmas lights strung around Toy Story Land like they usually do for Christmas? Yeah, and they Did had, like, a Rex, Rex hat on some reindeer ears, and Woody, the big yeah. Woody yeah. statue, had a scarf. Yeah, they 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 did it back up like it should be. It was it was very nice. Nice. I'm glad. I'm glad. Yeah, that's the the decorations are already like kind of lend to that anyways. Yeah, you know? it's just like, yeah. It's just so easy just to put that extra flair on top. Yeah, it's awesome though. But um, yeah, like I said, we we enjoy a little midday break, get a pretzel and a beer, get the kids a churro and a coke, and um, then we noticed that uh, Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway had been down for like about an hour. And 
I, I told everybody in my group, I was like, hey, let's go over here and see what the line looks like. And there was literally the line. There was like five or six people outside the doors of the Chinese theater, and that's where the line ended at. But they oh, weren't wow. letting people in the standby. Those were just people that decided to stay in line when the ride went mm-hmm. down. And um, so I said, hey, let's let's hang out here and finish up our drinks and do whatever. And we'll just hang out right here at the standby entrance. And when they open the doors up, we're going to be pretty much walking on by the time this group gets funneled through there. And yeah, right. we probably waited 10 minutes, and here we go. The doors opened up, and we walked Long all the way here. inside, and we probably waited – five minutes and we were into the pre-ride show so <laughs> huge was easy win easy win we uh we got in there and, and rode that bad boy it never disappoints uh goofy's always a star of the show especially when he gets shocked yeah. at the end <laughs> <laughs> but i did notice that rise of resistance and tower of terror were up and down all day i don't know what is going on with those rides well tower of terror were- is always up and down yeah. Well. <laughs> but um Follow Jordan for more dad jokes. <laughs> Rise of Resistance was non operational several times throughout the day. I don't know if if they're already kind of running into some some technology kinks there or if they're line manipulating well, or for the course. Yeah, it's Rise of Resistance. That's what happens with it. It's just, Yeah. Unfortunately. I've only ridden that ride one time with it fully functional, like with it actually like the main function ride option. Cause they have, a, yeah. they, they, it was so bad that they had to develop a second option for when the first option breaks. And mm-hmm. now I've ridden it, I think five times and only once out of those five times has it been the actual primary ride. Yeah. I don't know so, if like they're, they're, technology for it wasn't built for longevity or what but something's got to change they definitely need to revisit some things yeah. yeah but um special thing about this day at hollywood studios was that it was announced through the my disney experience app that there was going to be a pass holder exclusive showing of phantasmic that night at nine thirty, and they were going to give out wristbands at either the park entrance or um a kiosk on pixar avenue starting at six o'clock mm-hmm. in the evening. So, um, by, by this time we'd rode a few rides and everything and got something to snack on. It was about that time to head up front to the entrance of the park where we decided to go to get our wristbands. And, um, we started heading up Hollywood Boulevard and then they, uh, came over to the loudspeakers with an announcement that just in a few minutes, they were going to have their tree lighting ceremony. So we heard that and we're like, Oh, well, we're going to go check that out first. So uh, we head over towards Echo Lake and uh, got to witness the tree lighting ceremony first person. And um, I put that up on TikTok and Instagram. And it was was damn cool. Like they have Mickey and Minnie come over and and make some announcements and do the countdown with you. And then they they fire the tree up and it's kind of right there at the edge of dark. So the the tree lights up and everything's just sparkling. And they already had like all the stars and garland up on Hollywood and uh, Sunset Boulevard, so the vibe was already there. Um, it was, I love it was pretty damn Hollywood cool. Studios. Uh, yeah, I yeah, love the classic, fit, you know, forties, fifties decoration style. Yeah. And it's just yeah. that old school Hollywood feel. Yeah, uh, it's it's my favorite at Christmas out of all the parks. Yeah, like, and they had the, they had the overlay on Tower of Terror. You know where they they oh, had the yeah. projections for the holidays Projection. there, yeah. And uh, we uh, after the lighting ceremony, we get a couple of photo pass pictures in front of the tree, and uh, we head up front, and the line for the wristbands was starting to form. And uh, to be honest, the the annual pass holders that that lined up for these wristbands, they formed a better line than what Disney can in a damn ride queue, and they did it on their <laughs> own accord. <laughs> But <laughs> this line, <laughs> yeah, this line kind of snaked around a couple times in the front entrance area. But once they got it flowing, we it took us like ten minutes to get our wristband, and um, that's awesome. We were going to get some dinner, and I had and my littlest one wanted to ride the Skyliner, and we hadn't had any Skyliner access this whole weekend. So my idea was let's go ride the Skyliner to a Skyliner resort and get some dinner. Why not? That's that's so always we've the covered play. that before. I think yeah. we have. And um, 
So we opted to just uh, go to Art of Animation on the Skyliner because they had pretty much the most vast uh, food offering in their in their lobby area. And uh, we get there. Everybody um, gets their desired dish. Uh, it was actually really busy there too. Like that that was the busiest I've ever seen Art of Animation's uh, area. Like their their lobby area. It was insane. But um. Yeah, I got the chili in the bread bowl. I've been trying to get that for a while now. Oh, yeah. Mm. And uh, I finally got around to it, and that's some good chili. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the kids, they got their chicken tenders and whatnot. And mom actually got some, like, uh, stir-fried uh, sesame chicken and stuff with some rice. And uh, that I've was really that. good, too. Yeah, I've had that. that was and uh, so we finish up dinner. We hit the shop for a few minutes because we had some time to kill. And then we jump back on the Skyliner. And get back to Hollywood Studios. And uh, by the time we did that, it was time to go and just line up and get ready to enter uh, for Fantasmic. Uh, it's going to be something I'd never done before. I was pretty excited. But uh, the line for Fantasmic, when we got in line, was at Hollywood and Sunset Boulevard at the intersection. All the way to the entrance wow. of the Fantasmic uh, Stadium area. It was insane. And, so uh, was this uh, like night number two of them uh, showing Fantasmic, or was this? Uh, I know it's the first week that it came back. Yeah, they've been showing for about a week now. Okay. Yeah, I think it was the first or second pass holder exclusive showing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we get filed in there, and I was very impressed at the size of that stadium. I had no clue something that big was even back there. Oh yeah, uh, it, it's pretty spectacular. But that entire stadium was full whenever Fantasmic started. Like it had to be fifteen thousand pass holders that were there. And that shocked me. Like I did not realize that that many pass holders were in one park at one time. (laughs) That's so I'm sure that made you kinda amped up for how Fantasmic is. I don't know, Jordan, if you've seen Fantasmic before, but I know I've seen it two or three times and damn it's a good show. But with Ryan being there his first time, I'm sure seeing a full crowd like really amped him up and got him pumped, you know, for seeing Fantasmic yeah. for the first time. Yeah. And what surprised me the most about Fantasmic and what really what impressed me about it was how highly orchestrated it is between different cast members and how mm-hmm. Sorcerer Mickey disappears in this area and pops up in this area. Everything has to be perfect. All the different fireworks yeah. and the waterworks. The water effects. Yes. The water, water effects, effects are insane. And how like Sorcerer Mickey is like the conductor and these different yep. water things are shooting everywhere at his command and it looks just like Fantasia. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then Is there like a living version of Fantasia? Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, uh he has his battle with uh Maleficent and uh, with the whole dragon thing towards the end of the show and that was that was pretty awesome they added uh, a, a frozen and a moana section to phantasmic mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. those were pretty impressive and i did grab a lot of uh video footage of this and as the week goes on we're going to trickle some more of that out there i didn't want to dump it all out at one time and have stuff be overlooked but um Man, the the finale got me uh, with Steamboat Willie operating the steamboat, and all there's like thirty <laughs> characters on the boat mm-hmm. with him. Yeah, uh, that it's really the got the best me. part of the show. Yeah, that really got me. Um, but I saved the best for last for for as far as this trip goes <laughs> for Saturday. Um, right before we got on Fantasmic, uh, my mom and myself and the kids the two older kids, we rode star tours real quick because it was a walk on <laughs> and, uh, we get on there and we get off the ride. And my mom realizes that she doesn't have her phone in her pocket no more. Ouch. <laughs> so yeah, here we go again. If you remember what is it with <laughs> your trips and phones being lost the, oh this God. time last year, my wife lost her phone on the grand fiesta tour in the water. Um, my mom's phone slipped out of her back pocket while riding star tours and it fell into a vent underneath the seating on our row. And we we had to submit a loss claim. And my mom was pinging her phone with her watch. And the cast members could hear it. But it was literally like underneath the ride somewhere. To date, the phone still has not been found. I keep getting daily updates from Disney that it's still, you know, the switch continues. <laughs> so, Man. lesson of the, lesson of the week there. is... 
Phones don't uh, go in back pockets. Nope. You heard it here first, folks. I will say, though, I got to see a version of Star Tours yet again that I'd never seen before. Got to do oh, the okay. Battle of Hoth. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. That's a good one, yeah. that one. That is a good uh, one. It was the Battle of Hoth and Coruscant City that we did. It was really neat. But um, it's awesome. Yeah, after Saturday, we had plans to go to Magic Kingdom Sunday, but with the whole phone debacle and... Mm-hmm. This, that, and the other. We we opted to just go to Disney Springs Sunday morning first thing. Um, we hit Gideon's for some coffee and some cookies, and um, I snagged a few pins. And we we decided to go ahead and head home because Mom had to go to the Verizon store and get herself a new phone. Um, so although our weekend was cut a little short, uh, we we packed a lot into it, especially since we already had a four day weekend. Um, we didn't really right. have to sacrifice no time on the on the front side. But um, yeah, it just felt good to get back down there, man. That that feeling of getting underneath them archways when it's been a couple months, you just yep. feel the weight of the world yep. release from you for for a moment. It, yeah, exactly. I mean, I felt that when we went back for Labor Day weekend to stay at the Grand Floridian. It had been three, four months since we had been on property, staying there and going uh, to the park. And then, you know, we turned around and went to the Halloween party uh, mm-hmm. in October. And it's, you know, it's just, it was, it's, it's that same feeling, right? It's like, oh, we're finally back, you know, it feels good. Um, so I can, I can imagine it's, yeah. you know. And to add to the Disney Springs Special on feeling, Sunday. Lord. <laughs> to, to add to the Disney Springs on Sunday compared to Thursday, when we got there Sunday, all of the Christmas tree uh, yeah. decorations had been put up. So I guess they were waiting on the hurricane to pass before putting up yeah. the, the the trees for the stroll. So uh, I got to go around and get some snapshots of the trees. I put that on Instagram for everybody to see. Uh, some good-looking trees this year. The Encanto tree looks really good in person with the birds and all the hibiscus flowers. Oh, yeah. It oh. was it was it was good. Um but it was cool to be able to be down there for that transition that, you know, everything kind of popped yeah. up overnight. Also, it's a good time to plug uh the keep, just keep strolling shirt. Yeah. Sweater. It really is. Uh, yes. Grab that off the monorails.com, click the shop button, go get your uh your very own keep just keep strolling shirt to commemorate the Christmas Christmas tree stroll. Yeah. Hey, hey, go down to Disney Springs. You don't have to go to the parks. Go to Disney Springs. Go uh, stroll the Christmas tree trail and uh, show your show your pride of it. That's it, man. But overall, solid weekend. It felt good to get back down there. I've, I'm looking forward to going back. We're already <laughs> kind of eyeballing a couple of dates in December to go <laughs> and, and get some festival time. Yeah, yeah. And like we mentioned, uh, we'll be back to preview the festival, tell you what uh, all the food menus are at each booth. Uh, tell you everything else that's going on uh, around the holiday uh, festival at Epcot. Uh, so stay tuned as we dive into the Festival of the Holidays 2022. Uh, and then we'll, of course, be back uh, later in the month to uh, go and review you know, some of our favorites from from this year's festival. So uh, stay tuned for all of that. And uh, we've got some other holiday-inspired uh, episode topics coming up soon as well. So uh, make sure you're following us on your favorite podcast platform choice. Uh, subscribe to the show and you'll be notified when a new episode drops. Um, most of the time, that's every Friday, just as a spoiler alert. Spoiler oh, alert. Right up there. Should be mm-hmm. pretty much every Friday. So yeah, there's a pattern. Here. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like a circle. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, so, yeah. Ryan, sounds great, man. Sounds like you had a great time. Uh, glad you were able to get back down there and have some new experiences stay at some new places and uh experience some new things like phantasmic uh really really cool stuff so with that being said uh before we go let's uh talk about uh some of our uh some really cool companies that we're working with uh starting with uh, 1901 candle company uh they are making some candles um great great smelling candles mm-hmm. um with a special proprietary wax blend that burns longer. So you're going to get some money, your money's worth out of these candles. Uh, they're Disney inspired and pop culture inspired 
uh, mm-hmm. scents and names. Um, so I've been uh, using their products for a while now, and I'm glad to be working with them directly. Uh, so go check out their products. Um, great, make, They make great gifts. Um, the, there's a link in our episode description. So go check them out, 1901 Candle Company. And they're also going to give our listeners 15% off your orders. So just go check them out and use the coupon code that's in the description below and uh, go save some money and get some nice stuff for, for your house and for some friends and family. So Yeah, and uh, speaking of the holidays coming up, you have uh, got another great, great company you can swing by and get some gifts for yourself or for the family. And that is uh, none other than uh, Electric City Roasting Company uh, out of Scranton, Pennsylvania. They are a small batch coffee producer, and they have been riding with us since the early days of this podcast. And um, they have, I hope, made a, a fair share of living off of just our sales that uh, that we've gotten for our <laughs> own consumption. Because uh, I know I've I've put back a few pounds of their beans, but um, they got their seasonal harvest blend out right now. It's uh, fantastic. As well yes. as some of their regular uh, year-round roasts that they have, they they have light all the way up to super dark, uh, whatever flavor profile you uh, you desire. Um, their packaging also kind of breaks down their flavor profile for you, so it kind of gives you an idea of what you're you're looking for. But uh, they mm-hmm. are a specialty coffee association accredited company, and also a proud women-owned company. So uh, some cool stuff. They're doing there. it right. Yeah, you want this sounds like some people you want to get out there and support, but uh they uh they got whole bean, they can grind it for you whether you want a coarse ground or fine ground for an espresso brewer. Uh just load your cart up and be sure to use our affiliate link in the description below for the episode and use the code OTM Coffee Twenty at checkout and save yourself some money while also getting a damn good bag of coffee. Yeah, absolutely. And that harvest roast is a limited time only thing, so it's about to run out. So hurry up, get and it while it's there. Uh, I know we uh, brought up our shop on our website earlier, but uh, we got some cold weather running in uh, very soon. Uh, so make sure check out the shop one more time. We got some Christmas merch in there for our part one of the collection. Grab yourself some long sleeve offerings, some hoodies, uh, something for friends, family, you know, Christmas gifts. Get yourself something nice there. Uh, it's great quality stuff, and uh, even something for the kids is on the uh, on the table there. So make sure you check it all out, and uh, make sure you keep everybody warm. It's going to be cold coming up here soon. Yeah, and if you'd like to support the show, you can do so by buying us a coffee. Uh, there is a support link in the episode description as well as on our website, com. Click the support button. It'll uh, give you a chance to buy us a coffee or two. And by doing so, you'll help uh, directly fund uh, the show, its operations, and our ability to go to Disney, cover different things and events for you. Uh, so, uh, again, if you feel led to do so and to contribute to the show, uh, you can do so by that way. Uh, and of course we appreciate anything you uh, feel led to uh, donate. Um, we, Absolutely. and we do, we do appreciate all those who have, uh, donated and contributed towards the show already. Uh, it, Absolutely. it truly means a lot. It helps, it helps more than, more than, you know, so, um, uh, uh, if you're new here, we want to thank you for checking us out. Uh, thank the person that referred you here if you just stumbled upon us we really appreciate you being here for those that have been here for the long haul we appreciate you guys more than you know and uh for those new folks and the new uh old folks here make sure you follow us on all of our socials across all the major platforms instagram facebook tiktok youtube all of them we're at off the monorails and uh make sure you have the notification set where you are notified when we are throwing up some uh, new content on all of those because we will be rolling out some good stuff here in the coming days following the episode being dropped and especially rolling into the holidays. We, uh, we love celebrating the holidays quite, quite a lot. So be sure you're notified and stay up to date with us. And uh, while we're here, uh, don't forget to leave us a rating on your favorite podcast platforms. Uh, it costs nothing just a couple of seconds of your time to give us a rating. It helps with the algorithm. It helps get us out to more people reach, you know, further and further. And 
don't forget to hit those stars. You know, we work hard for those and we appreciate you taking the time to do so. Uh, if you feel like it, leave us a comment, help steer the direction of the ship and help us be better podcasters. So absolutely. It's uh, one of the main reasons why we started this whole thing was to help inform and have fun while doing so and you know, make, a, make a few friends along the way. So um, that'll wrap up today's episode, guys. Uh, stay tuned for next week as we dive in and get food tracked. Food tracked. You. And we'll uh, re- uh, preview uh, Festival, the of, the Festival of the Holidays. So Can't stay wait. tuned for that. Can't. Yeah, it's going to be a blasty blast. So uh, with that being said, we'll catch you then. I'm Jordan. I'm Justin. And I'm Ryan. And this is Off the Monorails.